people in our society today will they will describe themselves as spiritual but not religious and that's that's certainly a good start but it's it's really important for us to recognize that there is something beyond ourselves that holds us together, that holds us in place. And even even though some mainstream religious traditions will criticize yoga and say that it's religion, it's actually a it's a way to direct and contain your spirituality and and one of the aspects of of yoga is called Ishvara Pranidhana and it's honoring the divine and even when you say namaste you honor the divine that is in other people. And so we might speak that with our lips, but do we really mean that in our hearts? So there's just there's a delusion and we have been deceived that material things and and certain desires will satisfy us but then we get led into believing that these things will bring us that eternal state of bliss but that is an illusion and we shouldn't be surprised if when we believe that these particular attachments once they accumulate over time, we shouldn't be surprised if we're thrown out of the nest because it's, it's that suffering is a matter of becoming aware of the illusions, these deceptions, that this will be that this will bring us happiness. And Thomas Merton talks, he talks about the secular versus the spiritual in his book, The Inner Experience. And he, he writes about the things that we have to get rid of in order to 
feel a sense of fulfillment. He writes, he must withdraw his desires from all the ambitious, the external satisfactions and the temporal interests this world has to offer for spiritual things cannot be appreciated or understood by the mind that is occupied with superficial and merely external satisfaction. And he will continue, he says, contemplation will be denied to a man in proportion as he belongs to the world. So if you consider that perspective, the more attachments you have to things that bring you temporal satisfaction, the less you will feel the eternal satisfaction of what is what is like to be connected to God. And so it's it's a fascinating concept uh, about how difficult it is for us to be alone with ourselves because we haven't truly investigated what we are attached to and how that actually brings out more suffering. And he writes, the man whose view of life is purely secular hates himself interiorly while seeming to love himself he hates himself in the sense that he cannot stand to be with or by himself. Because he hates himself, he also tends to hate God, because he cannot abide in the inner loneliness which must be suffered and accepted before God can be found. His rebellion against his inner loneliness and poverty turns to pride and I'll paraphrase a passage from Romans it says do not conform to the things in the world but be transformed by the renewal of your minds and this mind is recognizing that there is a divine being that lives inside of us that can bring us a sense of ease a sense of peace if we just shed all the heaviness of all of our attachments and worldly desires and look deep and find that peace within.